0: Welcome to the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Barton. Today I'm talking with Rebellion Brewmaster, Dave Hollowaddy. He's the leader of our brew crew and the creative force behind many of our most popular beers. His extensive knowledge of the brewing process means I get to throw a bunch of beer geek questions at him and he almost always knows the answer. Today I'm going to be asking him all sorts of questions about a new popular style of beer known as the New England IPA. Over the last few years, I've noticed it's taken the craft beer scene by storm. And it kind of feels like everyone and their dogs started making their own version of the New England IPA within the last year or two. Dave, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Matt.
0: First though, before we get talking about New England IPAs, I wanted us to taste Dark Matter by Hoyne
1: Brewing. Totally opposite of a New England IPA.
0: (laughs) That wasn't intentional. (laughs) They're based out of Victoria, British Columbia. Um, Mark actually, uh, Mark Heisey, recommended this beer to me. He said go check it out, Hoyne is a highly rated brewery and he likes them.
1: Cool, um, I think this is the first beer I've had from them that I can remember anyway.
0: I'm really excited to try it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.
1: like a perfect uh, early morning beer, breakfast beer if you will. <laughs> Some nice coffee notes. Yeah. It's got like a, it's not too sweet. I'm not sure if this is a stout or a porter. Like, what is the the base style, Matt?
0: Well, the brewery describes it as an elusive dark beer, and it can't decide whether to call it a porter or a stout.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere between a, like a nice, roasty, chocolatey brown ale and a porter. Like, it's got enough sweetness and like bread crust note to it to keep it interesting without it being overly roasty. It's really well balanced.
0: If you If you told me this was a brown, I would feel like okay, but I'd be a little confused.
1: Yeah. You get that dark fruit note too, like get some kind of cherry notes to it, a little bit of stone fruit, um, pushes it into that porter character, but the body's not quite heavy enough to be a stout, I would say.
0: Yeah. Like when it's sitting in your mouth.
1: Yeah. It drinks really smooth. It's uh, It's not heavy like you'd expect from a stout. Well, depending on the kind of stout, I guess, but... Yeah. Elusive indeed. I'd call it somewhere between a brown ale and a porter. It's good. Yeah. would be really good with uh, some chocolate chip pancakes <laughs> and a big slab of bacon. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, it's roasty, like kind of reminds me of coffee.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. It's good. Would you give it a thumbs up? Yeah. I'd give it two thumbs up.
0: Yeah. I'd, I think I'd <laughs> go buy another bottle of this. I picked this up at Willow Park actually. Nice. One of my favorite things is... On their website, they list the gravity of the beer as black hole. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's clever. I like that they have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive right into New England IPA. All
1: right.
0: What the hell is it? It came out of nowhere. What, what the heck?
1: So uh, my thoughts on New England IPA are that it was born out of necessity um, to a degree that people like hoppy beers but don't necessarily like The bracing bitterness that you find in your standard west coast style ipa for as many people that love that style of beer there's probably just as many or more that don't like bitter beers and with the evolution of hop varieties lately they're all leaning more towards the tropical or the fruity you know you get like watermelon and jolly rancher flavors and peach mango Um, as a way to showcase those flavors this new style of beer was kind of developed and it's all about being soft fruity but juicy without that bracing bitterness. It's more for the, for a different beer drinker, a beer drinker that likes fruity and big beers but does not like a bitter beer. What do you
0: mean when you say soft?
1: So soft is all about how the beer comes across on your palate. Um, with a West Coast style IPA, you get that bitterness almost immediately as soon as it hits your tongue. Whereas with a New England style IPA, all the hops are added at the end meaning there's almost no bittering hops added at the beginning of the boil. So you don't get an upfront bitter kick. You get more of a a sweeter malt backbone and then just these really tropical fruity hops sitting all up on top of it and and it translates more to like an orange juice or a peach juice kind of flavor, tropical fruit salad sort of deal. Um, You'll find that with New England IPAs, they're definitely sweeter than your standard West Coast IPA due to the use of lots of either wheat or oats or any kind of grain that'll add protein that makes the beer look cloudy, which gives it a softer, more pillowy mouth feel. And you can tell just by looking at the beer that the, the head on it is often really billowy and pillowy, like a, like a wheat beer. But it's just a sweeter, bigger beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the first time I had a New England IPA, it tasted kind of like high C to me.
1: Like the, is that a fruit drink? Yeah, the oh. juice. The okay. Orange, orange juice. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I
0: think it's like a blend of like five citrus, but it just reminded me of orange juice.
1: Yeah. Okay. So like the one from um, blind man, they have a new England style pale ale out of Lacombe, Alberta. It's like drinking a glass of OJ. It's really juicy. Like, like straight orange juice almost. Did you dig it? I, re- I liked it. Yeah, I did like it. <laughs> one of the better ones I've had for sure.
0: The beers you mentioned, they look cloudy. Now, in my understanding, consumers have kind of been trained to say clear is better for beer, but New England flips it on its head. Is that a concern? Should consumers be concerned that these beers are cloudy?
1: There's benefits and shortcomings to having a cloudy beer. Um, So the New England style is typically a beer that has a lot of proteinous grains in it, um, wheat and oats cause that natural cloudiness. But another thing is uh, a low flocculating yeast strain, which makes it look like pulpy juice. And you can run into troubles packaging with that much yeast in suspension because you always run the risk of refermentation in the package and it can lead to a, some serious product inconsistency. Um, the new England style pale ale is meant to be consumed fresh. Um, it's not supposed to age out to smooth out or anything it's like you dry hop it you carbonate it and then you drink it like right away Um, that's how you maintain that really fresh hop character and it's best on draft Um, you know if you put that in a can it's gonna settle out over time you're gonna end up with some thick mud at the bottom of your can or bottle Um, but yeah they're meant to be consumed fresh kind of like I don't know, Vino Verde, which is like a fresh white wine kind of thing that's not aged at all. Um, it's just got a different character. Yeah. Fresh is best. Fresh is best, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we say that a lot. Yeah.
0: But in New England, it's really the case.
1: It just kind of, kind of pushes it. You know, it's like brew it, hop it. Oftentimes they're double dry hopped, um, and then just package them as soon as possible and get them out to consumers because you want to maintain that hop character.
0: How many New England IPAs have you brewed?
1: That's a good question. I, uh, so the first one we did here was Son of Crush last summer. Um, the first batch was designed as a New England Pale Ale. Not quite an IPA but uh, a lighter style like 5%. And then we got our Centrifuge so the second batch we actually ran through the Centrifuge because we were playing with it at the time. So it came out more as like a Pale Ale. Um, but that was my first dabble. I. I've done a couple of milkshake IPAs which takes the New England IPA to a whole new realm which I don't think we really need to dive into today. Um, same base idea but it's usually got fruit and vanilla and stuff added to it. And then, and they sold fast. Yeah, so I'd say Son of Crush is the only one we've done that was based on a New England style and then we've done the milkshake beers since then. Like The Cherry Milkshake IPA was about as deep as I got into it. Um, And a couple of small batches with like mango and peach and stuff like that.
0: Do you guys talk about bringing back a New England IPA style for a seasonal? Is it something that's in the back of your mind?
1: It's not really on the back of our mind right now. It is a very popular style of beer, but uh, right now we're running with our Golden Crush, which um, is kind of like a hazy kind of juicy pale ale session IPA pretty much. That beer before New England IPAs even took off was designed to not have any upfront bitterness. It was supposed to be juice in a glass. So it's not quite in the vein of a New England style IPA, but there are some similarities to to the way that beer was designed. Um, I've thought about it. I'd like to bring back Son of Crush and do the whole unfiltered thing, keep it hazy, keep it juicy. Um, We'll just kind of see what kind of time we have as the summer drags on here, you know. The nice thing about those beers is they are quick to turn around, so you can just crank one out and have it pretty much from, from mash tun to Pint in about a two week time period.
0: Well, you're on to something, because Golden Crush is one of our biggest all time sellers. Yeah. The first batch sold out in five minutes. Yes. <laughs> People have been asking us for months. Yeah. I've been asking you for months. <laughs> and you've been rolling your eyes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For me, that's the official start of summer. I want it out by the time it's patio season and time to be out in the yard doing stuff like that. That's my favorite kind of lawnmower beer. Nice. Yeah. Is there any,
0: anything uh, New England IPA related that people should try? You think if they've never had a New England IPA before, try this.
1: Um, so I know multinational dabbles in that style pretty much constantly. I mean... Um, Their beers are for the most part hoppy, juicy. They're kind of in that vein. They're they're kind of pushing that that style. Um, The Blind Man Brewing Company, New England style pale ale is quite good. You can get it at Sobeys. And then I thought Blackbridge's New England IPA was phenomenal. I thought it was really big, well balanced, and uh, I think it hit the style on the head. I mean, I've never had an authentic one from the East Coast, so I'm just going by what I've read and trying to use that information as best I can. So, But I thought that one was really, really well put together.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I want to thank you for your time today.
1: Hey, no problem, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the beer. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Rebels,
0: thanks for tuning in this week. If you want to find out the latest news about Rebellion Brewing, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. Thank you for joining the Rebellion.